Welcome, everyone, to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, the podcast with four different flavors coming from four different gamers. I am your host, Nick Irwin, and I want to welcome my co-hosts, Shane Eisterhold, Patrick Smith, and Russell Rowe. Hey, Patrick, where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. You can also find us on Facebook at It Tastes Different. Uh, we're also on Instagram at It Tastes Different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at It Tastes Diff. What's for dessert? We crush the hard candy with mobile gaming. Mobile gaming. It's horrible. <laughs> I, for for me, especially like, you know, to give my two cents into mobile gaming, you know, in this in this cast we're here, we're gonna talk about mobile gaming and just kind of the, the different aspects of mobile gaming and uh, you know, the types of games that are out there and and various things along the lines of mobile gaming. Um, you know, for me, I loathe mobile gaming. There's probably only one game and i can't even remember what game it was that i played for probably it was a mobile game that i played for probably i probably had installed my phone for two or three days and it was one of those you know consistent mobile games where you have to buy or or grind out points to get you know whatever it is to get uh, items to in order to construct a sentry gun or whatever whatever type of game you're playing I, I hate mobile gaming. Mobile gaming, I, I can only keep. I, it, it does not keep my interest. Um, I've downloaded mobile games on my phone several times, and I just can't. I can never seem. Uh, I feel like I want to use my phone for other things and not, you know, what a phone's used for instead of gaming. Uh, you know, I, I don't care to play mobile games at all. Um, I've never found one that's really keep kept my interest for a long period of time. I guess. In a sense, the only type of mobile game that I have, uh, that I typically buy, uh, if I'm going to buy a mobile game, and that will, that I can sit there and play for, you know, almost to completion, or if not to completion, is those single-player mobile games. When they, uh, and those are the ones I'm talking about, where they bring out the classic retro games, like they'll put Final Fantasy on there, on the mobile, or Chrono Trigger, or... Um, Dragon Quest or something like that, and then I'll buy one of those and uh, play uh, that game on my phone. Uh, I remember buying Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy, and I beat it on my phone, and then I bought the original Dragon Quest game, and I beat it on my phone, and, you know, those are simple, easy games, and they're, you know, they all are purchased, you do have to purchase those, so unlike the free games that they have out on, on mobile gaming, those are ones that you do have to purchase, but they, you know, they are just the actual game, right? They're just made for a phone, so you can control them and, and use them with with a phone. Uh, but it's the essential, basically the same original game. And those being that they were on the Nintendo originally, um, those games are typically pretty short. You know, they're not super super long, so you can finish them relatively quickly. You know, a few hours here and there of playing through them. And plus, being that you're on mobile, you can save them wherever, so you don't have to necessarily find save points or anything. You just kind of save them on the fly, which helps, right? But as far as mobile gaming goes for me, that's about the extent of what I play for mobile gaming. Um, other than that, I feel like it's an industry that's just, you know, it's there just to take your money. That's really all it is. They give you a game that you have to spend money to do this, that, or the other. It doesn't matter what it is. If you want to fast-track yourself or you want to play the game regularly... 
uh, in a sense, without being so slowed down that it's just a mindless task of everyday tapping on buttons to get just a little bit of something uh, to eventually, you know, like <laughs> six months down the line, eventually be able to buy that one character or, or whatever it is in the game. You know, that's just not for me. It, 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 that just bores me and takes too much time, and I, I'd rather not play it. So uh, I'm not a big fan of mobile gaming. I wish mobile gaming would really just go away. I don't like mobile gaming. I, I hate that we they take franchises that we know and love, like Command & Conquer, you know, they announced a new Command & Conquer. This was a while back at one of the E3s or something or one of the EA E3 things. And they announced the Command & Conquer and showed it off. And it ended up being a mobile game. And that was really disappointing. And I played it. And I played it for a little bit when it came out. And it was okay. But, you know, I'm not going to spend my time and money and resources on playing it. So I'd rather have a full-featured PC version of a, a Command & Conquer. Uh, you know they're doing they're doing the same thing with Diablo. You know they are coming out with the Diablo 4, but they have a Diablo Immortal, which is a mobile game. <clears throat> right now, it's I don't think it's out yet. I think it's getting close to alpha or something like that. But they've had some hands-on, which people seem to really like it. Uh, but they feel like they wish it was on PC and not mobile. <clears throat> so, um, you know, clearly companies make these games because they're big profit. You know, they make a lot of money. That's really the only reason, and that's the reason why they're going to continue is because people keep downloading and spending cash in these games, and so these companies are going to continue to take the franchises we know and love and port them or make, you know, they're going to come out with, a, oh, we got a new version of this. So it's like, oh, awesome, and it's a mobile game, and everyone goes, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think we're going to see the end of that. Uh, I think that's going to continue on, and uh, I almost feel like mobile gaming is going to continue to flourish unfortunately um it's an industry that's taken off and doesn't seem to be going anywhere but up so that's my initial take on it um patrick what's your thoughts of mobile gaming so i'm kind of in the same boat as you are i don't do a whole lot of mobile gaming i will say that i have done some i have tried you know, all kinds of mobile games to try to get into some stuff. You know, a lot of a lot of my friends play uh, the real popular mobile games. I just can't get into it. I've tried so many of them. The games that I often find myself getting into that's mobile is more like the time waster games. Like I'm, you know, sitting in the lobby uh, waiting for a doctor's appointment or I'm just waiting for an appointment of something and I'll pull out something stupid like uh, I'm trying to even think of what the last thing I've, I've played. It's usually like some kind of wordscape game where I'm just doing this simple little task so I can bypass the time to go uh, wait for my doctor's appointment or waiting in the car for the girlfriend or something stupid. Cause I would, I'm the same way. I would prefer to play my console or my computer, uh, anything other than on my mobile phone. I don't find looking at the tiny screen of a mobile phone. And when I say tiny, I have a note, which is a big screen. So it's not that tiny, but I'm just not a mobile, a mobile game fan. I mean, I, I you know, I own, a switch, which is considered a mobile platform to some extent because you can play with the joy cons, but that thing never leaves my system undocked. It's always docked to my TV and I play it with the joy cons remote, you know, or, or any elite or, you know, the pro controller. So it's, I'm not a fan of mobile gaming. Um, what I play is time waster stuff. You know, um, I have plenty of friends who play a lot of those games and who spend real dollars on it. What I will say though, is I don't think it's going away anytime soon as well, because from what I read, 
is in the gaming industry, 51% of all games that are played are mobile games, <laughs> which means that 20 and the other 20, other 50% is broken up 25% console and 24% PC. That's insane. When you think about that, 51% of all games, uh, mobile count for all games played. So mobile games now account for 51% of global revenue for the gaming industry. That is, and just just so this is this information I got from Infographic a while back. So gaming, so to put into perspective, in 2019, the global gaming market was 151.9 billion dollars, and half, 51 percent of that was mobile gaming. So I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon, just like Nick said. But I wish it would. I wish it would go away, um, because I'm tired of when you're on Facebook or something, seeing these ads for these games that aren't the real games that they're advertising to. I don't know if you <laughs> guys have noticed that. that. <laughs> I mean, because every time you see this game, you're like, oh, that looks really cool. I want to pull these pins and do these little puzzles. And you get the game and you play like you play like 10 to 15 minutes of it. And you're like, where's the game I saw in the ad? So then you get, I get irritated and I uninstall it. And, you know, I can't believe that the games are allowed to do this and stuff like that. Like the most mainstream game that I've ever played on my mobile is probably Fallout Shelter and then Summoner's War. Those were, but I played those because a friend of mine was like, hey, you should check out Summoner's War. And I played it for a little while and got bored with it because I wasn't willing to spend real, real world currency on the game so that I could progress faster or get further in the mm-hmm. game. But I wasn't willing to do any of that. So now you'll see most of the time I play just these stupid little puzzle games as Time Waster, you know. If I'm sitting, you know, sitting waiting on a call to start or something, I'll I'll play a little five minute quick thing there, waiting for a call to start or something for a meeting. Or if I'm like I said, anywhere, I'm just playing these stupid small games. Um, so I'm not a I'm not a good person to ask this stuff with because I don't I just don't play it. I'm not interested in it because I don't want to spend real world money on a on a mobile game. And when I'm talking mobile, I'm talking cell phone. I'm not talking like a. Uh, I'm not talking and see this part of this too is I don't just checking the statistics and stuff when they say mobile gaming though and like infographic where I pulled some of my statistics from do they mean when they say in mobile gaming do they mean like um, are they talking like the DS they're not talking switch I don't believe I mean I don't know I'm trying to figure out where they got some of their statistics from because that seems extremely high I don't know what what, about you guys but 51% 51% of the gaming industry's money came from mobile gaming. Does that mean mobile phones? I mean, I don't know if that does mean that or not, as I couldn't really, when I was digging through my statistics, trying to find out if that meant, you know, mobile gaming as in Switch and, and like, DS and stuff like that, because that could, I can understand that, then because Nintendo's a big, especially amongst kids. I mean, everybody who's got kids that is a gamer pretty much I know has a switch because it's got a lot of kid friendly games and all that kind of stuff. So that would make a little bit more sense if it was lumped into, into that. But I don't know. Cause I couldn't really find where they were getting that from, but I mean, I could see it. I can see it because I know friends who play summer's war. that's probably spent hundreds of dollars on that game. Whereas I don't even spend a hundred dollars on a game on the, console or computer i spend 60 bucks <laughs> on it you know and i don't i'm not a big dlc person if i am i've spent that hundred dollars over the course of two or three years once the dlc came out you know so but i know plenty of people who play these games you know and they'll spend i know a buddy who spends at least 50 dollars a month on one mobile game and he justifies that it's his game he plays and i'm like yeah but i don't spend that i may spend that on like 
if I buy one game a month, yeah, but he's, you know, he's also not a gamer like I am. So, but he spends $50 a month on a mobile game at least. And there's people that you play games with that you've noticed they spent hundreds, if not a thousand dollars. And I'm just like a thousand dollars on a mobile game. No, thank you. You know, Russ, what do you think about the mobile gaming industry? You know, are you a big fan? Do you play mobile games? I can't say that I'm a big fan, but I also can't say that I'm like a hater. But I, I have, I have, okay. All right, let's see here. How do I put this very delicately for our PG-13 audience? They're good for pooping. Exactly. That's exactly what I have my games for. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the New World newspaper, uh, whereas people yeah. will get up in the morning and get their newspaper and sit on the pot and take care of business. Uh, I've got, uh, I got like two games. I've got this little bubble popping game and I've got, uh, uh, basically if anybody remembers the old 1942 game, it's a version of that on the mobile app that, uh, I, I play, but you know, I jokingly aside, I have played two moderately major titles and I played them for a few months until I realized that I really couldn't do anything more unless I bought something. And that's what got me. And that was uh, Galaxy of Heroes, I believe it is, the Star Wars uh, yeah, the Star mobile Wars game. Star and game. then the Star Trek uh, Commander, I think it is, um, or, or Fleet Commander, I think it is, is what it's called. Uh, those two games there, uh, when those guys came out, uh, excuse me, as I go from 12 to 17, those two games there, I, I did play quite a bit of those two games, and I enjoyed it until I realized, well, crap, I really can't get to that quote-unquote next level unless I put in, you know, 50-plus dollars. Like, I put, like, $10 into both of those games, and I realized, wait a minute, that didn't get me crap. I'm like, so luckily I was smart enough during the process not to fall into the trap. And I think that's where my distaste for mobile gaming comes. I mean, if if they wanted to say do like a one, let's say those two games, let's say they do a, a one-time transaction of $25 or something like that, and then I can play that game and, and continue to level up and continue to do that without absolutely, I mean, you would have to play those games every day, all the time, uh, for them to even, to, to, to really see any fruit that you're bearing within the game. Games like Candy Crush uh, and stuff like that, Angry Birds, those kind of mobile games, those are always time killers. I mean, those all have passed through my phone as, um, you know, depending on the time frame, just because, like like Patrick said earlier, I'm waiting on an appointment. I, I'm at the DMV. I'm uh, waiting taking on a, a call poop. to start. Yeah, or taking a poop. I mean, whatever the case is, they, they might spend a couple of three weeks. Some of them are enjoyable. I mean... When Angry Birds first came out, I mean, it was fun. I'm tossing a bird at other birds and pigs and, you know, just <laughs> having a great time with it. But but, but I am a realist in the fact of, like, knowing if you want to have the quote-unquote full effect of the game, you're going to have to spend uh, $50 to $100 easily. And it's just, it's just not, it's not that great. Plus, I mean, you know the difference between a handheld game and a game on a, uh, a gaming PC or uh, even an Xbox one or Xbox series X or PlayStation four or five, whatever the case is, there's just no, there's no competing because the platform is much more powerful than 
uh, what you hold in your hand with the cell phone, even though cell phones have become very, uh, very great tech, uh, technology, technological, whatever um, things nowadays. It's still they still have us. They still have that detriment to them that they won't ever be. It won't ever be for me what PC and what uh, console gaming is. So I mean that's how I feel about it. So just to kind of like sum it up, it's not like I hate them. But I definitely can have hate for them because they really are—they really are the snake oil of gaming. If if you guys want to know what the equivalency of a snake oil salesman was back in the, night, the early 1900s, that is mobile gaming. Uh, and with that, Shane, how about you? Uh, other than they're, taking a poop, what else you got? I did pretty much. That's it. They're good for pooping. Uh, I played Candy Crush. You know. Uh, off and on, I will just, I'll re-download it, play it. Um, it's enjoyable for the bathroom, for the office, you know, sitting around waiting for something. Uh, that's the only time that I ever touch a cell game. The, the, the whole industry of cell phone games is so, uh, wrought with, with just fraud, uh, for one, uh, you know, because like you were saying, Pat, you see that game on Facebook. Oh, that looks cool. You go download it. That is not the game that they advertise, period. I mean, it's just not. And you know, the easiest way to know when a game is full of crap is when they freaking tell you only 98%, you know, only 2% of people can actually beat this game. That's when you know, oh, yeah, there's some bull crap there. Um, I won't, I won't touch a game that says any of that garbage because you know, it's all lies. The, uh, or the, or the game that shows the person doing the most simplistic task, but it says push <laughs> left and they push right. And you're just like, yeah. can you not read? Maybe that's the yep. problem. I look at those games and they just frustrate me to no end. It's like, I really just want to take the controls away and do it myself. But I'm like, it's just, that's how they're sucking you in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, what, I mean, what do you have to do? To, to get people to understand that if, I mean, that little video should show you how dumb people are to buy those types of games. Uh, it's, you know, push left. Okay, I push left. Now what? That's it. That's the game. Uh, I'd like to pull the pin when you, you were talking about. Now, those look like those could be fun. Look like it could have some strategy. Look like it could be, uh, you know, interesting. They're not. <laughs> They're just Because they not. don't exist. Those games it's, don't exist. No, I did yeah. find one. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I never was, found yeah. one. Yep. It was, uh, I can't even think of the name of it. Uh, I had it for about 14 seconds, and that's including the download speed. <laughs> so it was worthless. Yeah, I will say that most of the time when you find something that's halfway decent, the problem is, is that there's an ad every 15 seconds, and then, you know, at that point I get frustrated and uninstall it. Which I don't know if you guys yeah. have the same experience, but I'll say I'll find something because, like I said, I do time time killers like Sudoku. I do a lot of those. That's my pooping game, Sudoku, you know, <laughs> or something like that on the phone. Just something to cha- challenge my mind while I'm in there because I don't want to be in there too long because my butt will fall asleep and I won't be able to go off the toilet, you know. <laughs> so that's embarrassing. Been yeah. There. So, so <laughs> I, yeah, I'm there with you, Shane. I, I the ads get me, and then it's like, well, you can buy the game without ads for five dollars, and you're like, do I like this five dollars worth? And and I paid the five dollars for Sudoku because that's what I play most. And I'm like, then what I have to see on the ads. But that's how these companies are making their money, and that's probably how 
they're getting the big of a market share as they're getting because I don't know. Think about it. If you play any of these mobile games that you don't have to buy stuff in or that you can buy stuff, but you can continue without buying stuff, they're showing you an ad every minute or two. So you're basically being bombarded with ads every time you complete a level or something. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the whole setup of mobile is, is a money grab. I mean, you have games like Angry Birds. Now, Angry Birds, honestly, is a solid little phone game. It truly is. It's a it's a good way to keep your uh, mind occupied when you're in the middle of you know God knows what, and but even that has turned into um, I need money. And well, that, they, and that's they show money. you an, yeah they show you like an ad between each level unless you pay for the app you know yeah that's yeah they they've gotten bad apps. about it and uh, Candy Crush you know I've seen people like getting divorced and crap because. Uh, a husband is dropping, you know, what, $2 every freaking hour on it because they couldn't get past a level, you know, and that's an enjoyable game. Uh, but if I can't get past a level, I just delete it, wait a month or two, turn it back on. And then they're so happy to see me. They gave me a bunch of free crap to guess what? Help me pass the level. So that's, that's, funny. that's all I want. That's funny. I've noticed that happens too. Like I've got, I still have Summoner's War installed on my on my phone because my friends play it, and every now and then they're like, "Hey, you should play with us or whatever," and I'll I'll play it. But I'll get to a point where I can't progress any further if I don't want to spend any real life money. And the same thing happens. I'll lo- I'll turn the app back on, and the next thing I know, hey, we haven't seen you in three months. Have a free gift on <laughs> us, you know? And you're like, oh, okay, thanks, guys. Still not getting any of my money. Yeah, none for you. But it seems like one single mobile game on my phone wow what do you do while you're pooping nick porn have facebook and reddit <laughs> reddit reddit is my mobile gaming That's i do read I a do. lot of reddit too i will admit that yeah, yeah i have to agree i i've been getting into it uh because of all the crap you send nick and now i get alerts hey this posted okay that's funny and gross i'm sending it to the guys <laughs> yeah I mean, I, we're probably in the minority then, I would say, if if this if like this infographic and this information that I'm finding is is truly all just mobile, and because I don't know if they consider when they're talking about this stuff um, a mobile game, you know, a mobile if they're talking about a true mobile or if they're talking like X if they're talking like a PlayStation or not. God, I can't even speak, but like a PSP or a uh, a Switch, Switch or, or anything something. like that. Yeah. You know, so well, you got to think of the, you know, the ratio between like hardcore gamers, like we all are, you know, true. compared to casual gamers. There's way more casual gamers than there are hardcore. You know, you would ask most casual gamers about half the games we play, and they wouldn't even know they existed. You know, compared to like, you ask them about Candy Crush or uh, Summer's War or uh, what's that? What's that one that a lot of people play? That strategy game. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. That's a big one, too. Big mobile game. Clash of Clans. That's it. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. I know plenty of people yes. play Clash of Clans. Clash. Oh, yeah. Clash, Clash, Clash of Clans. <laughs> That's what you're going to be living <laughs> in if you keep spending all your money on that. What? Well, That's that... Like- was it? Uh, you know, that game like that, like a Clash of Clans and those games like that, that kind of reminds me of, like... Um, that one game Albion or whatever it was that we played for a little bit. I mean, it was like, it was like 
but but you have to pay for some of those things and and you know we're we're also taking out a whole other market of of and, and it, trying to make sure I'm very polite to demographics you know but you have uh, older generations that find you know that Yahtzee game or like a Price is Right game or or something like that where you know they get duped into maybe you know buying a little bit of extra here and there and even if it if even if they're only spending 10 to 15 bucks a month I mean that's just like us you know spending 10 or 15 bucks on an MMO I mean it's not the same cuz I think we're getting our money's worth with a 10 to 15 dollar MMO versus you know uh price is right or or clash of clans or something but again I mean- if you have a, a million people spending 10 dollars a month that's ten million dollars a year. That's ten dollars a month. Uh, ten, I'm sorry, ten million dollars a, a month, yep. and you know, a hundred twenty million a year. So, and you well, literally just described Game Pass. Everybody asks, well, how's Game Pass? You know, how do they make money on these games? They charge that monthly fee, and uh, there's what fourteen million Game Pass subscribers. It's the same with phones, right? Well, but, you know, I, they I are, but say- the but the I would almost argue Russ's better. point, though, against oh, that. Yeah. I would honestly say that if that person paying $15 a month for their, you know, their mobile game is getting more out of it because, let's place credit, when I, when I was in the office, because right now I'm working remote due to COVID, when I was in the office, even people on my own team, you could walk around the office and see them playing a mobile game during the day. All yeah. day they're playing a mobile game. When So they're playing the game. A per example is Summoner's War. I will give you a per example. Summoner's Gate War is kind of a somewhat of a of a of a uh, passive game, whereas the game plays while it's up, but you're not doing anything. Uh, so you know it's one of those uh, clicker style games uh, where they don't have to actually play it, but they're playing it all day at home, all night when they're all day at work, all night when they're at home. So they're probably putting more time into that game than we would put into an MMO. That's true. I mean, you got a you point know, there. But are they spending more money for that, or is it is it one of those that that you can I would you can say kind of spend play more. like that because you have to wait for it all to get to 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 process its next level or whatever it is. Yeah, I think that they can probably spend fifteen to twenty bucks a month and get the same kind of play. But I'm just saying. But even if they didn't, let's say that they were spending a hundred dollars a month on this game. If you consider what we spend on games, I guess that's comparable. If you consider like an average game, an average month for us is at least one game, which we know that's way underestimated. One game, one game, and then one uh, one month subscription to Game Pass. So it's fifteen dollars plus sixty. So we're already at seventy five dollars. And if we're being honest and truthful for ourselves, it's more like two to four games a month that we're buying. So we're on average probably spending. You know, we, we, we do game share and stuff like that. So each of us, we spread the wealth out, but if we weren't doing game share, we're looking at spending probably $200 each a month in gaming. Wouldn't you think? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. Yeah. But I feel like we're getting more for our money, right? But how how do you say more? How do you say more though? I mean, what do you mean by more? Because I think that the mobile gamers are putting more time in than we are. Well, yeah, that's because that mobile, that mobile is with you everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Exactly. So That's when you're saying. at work, you're at work, time. you want to go take a dump, you're taking your phone with you. I mean, that's not to be gross or egregious, but that's just, that's a sad fact. We, Don't ever ask I mean, to borrow Shane's phone. <laughs> no, no. Or the switch, just so you know. <laughs> it's been there <laughs> yeah. too. 
<laughs> but no, and but that was gonna be another point. My switch, when I my switch, I don't undock. I mean, I I've I've tried I playing it when I first got it undocked, uh, but that's it. I I don't want to play on that little screen, and it looks great on my on my big TV, and I want to play it on my big TV. That's it. I don't want that little screen experience. I don't watch movies on my phone. I'll watch like a, a, a YouTube video or something like that. You know, that's five, ten minutes long, but I'm not going to sit and put a bunch of time into uh, my cell phone. Right. I mean, I in, will, in that capacity. I will say that I even used to travel for work. Me and me and Nick both did. And I still couldn't watch a movie on my phone. I still couldn't play a game on my phone very often because I just it gets annoying with the small screen. I don't know if Nick your experience was different when traveling and stuff like that, but I just couldn't watch movies on my phone. And, and I've had a note. I even had a note while traveling and I just couldn't get into watching movies on that little screen or playing games on there for very long. Nick, what how, did you, could you kind of, could you kind of do that or did you feel kind of the same way? Um, not, not typically, but I did when we traveled one time, I did watch the entire like first two seasons of attack on Titan on my phone. <laughs> Cause I really well, wanted to watch it. That is attack on Titan. So it's okay. Yeah. I would lay in bed in the motel room and watch it, you know? Uh, yeah. but it, it typically in most cases, I, in most cases I won't do that. You know, even when I traveled, I typically would, uh, take another laptop with me or even the uh, work laptop. I'd have a, a ex- external hard drive where I would download and install a bunch of games to it and then play those, you know, right. while I was yep. in the motel room. Yep. I would do the same thing, bring my own laptop or I had a, win- I had a, I had that hard drive with windows 10 portable loaded on it. So I could boot into it and play yep. games while I was on site. So, yep, exactly. You know, uh, yeah, I would say I just I don't see. I mean, I guess I do, because in all honesty, Russ made a good point about who play this and Nick both did made a good point about who plays it. I mean, you know, in in my household, I'm a I'm a pretty big gamer, uh, but my girlfriend, my kid's somewhat of a big gamer, but my kid plays mobile games all the time. Like she's always playing Minecraft on her phone or or any type of mobile game on her phone, and the girlfriend's always got some mobile game going on. And Nick, I imagine it's probably the same in your house. Your girlfriend plays a lot of mobile games when she's... Uh, no, she no? doesn't. She doesn't well, okay. play much of any mobile games. Um, but my kids... My son doesn't, but my daughter does. She, she's she got a tablet, and so she downloads a ton of mobile games on her tablet and plays them all day long. Yeah, my, my kid does too. Um Russ, how about your daughter? She play a lot of mobile games, you think? No, actually, Isabella is not much of a mobile gamer. Um, you know, she's a social media person. Um, you know, Snapchat, Instagram, um, Facebook a little bit there. Uh, she likes to watch TikTok videos, um, kind of like that generation does. But uh, when it comes to mobile gaming, I think, like, Trying to think about the one game, like Words with Friends, was that what what it was called or whatever yeah. it was? I think she got yeah, it like, yeah. I think she even still plays that one today, you know. But the, again, that's a game where you don't have to spend any money. You can play a game with your friend over a week of time, and and you know what? There's one big mobile game that that I have completely forgotten about, and I I have to say that I have spent probably three hundred dollars on this game. Ooh. Over the last few years, and and Patrick probably is probably dawning on Patrick right now, 
and that's uh, that's Pokemon Go. Oh. I played the crap out of that when that first came out. So, you know, uh, I don't know if that makes me hypocritical in the discussion, but, you know, that it's a mobile game. And, yep. you know, reality it, game. yeah, it is. And um, and I played the crap out of that one. I, I was I was really into that one. We the the uh, Harry Potter one came out, I tried that for maybe a week or two, and it was just not the same because I wanted to catch them all. And even now, I still have Pokemon. I forget. I, I completely forgot about it. Every about, I don't know, about once every week, I'll pop it open real quick and see what Pokemon are around. And maybe I'll catch one. Maybe I won't. But that was definitely a big one. And, and Bella played that one quite a bit, too, uh, when it first came out the first couple of years that it was out. So, um, yep. yeah. I forgot about that one. I have that one installed still, too. I've never uninstalled it. <laughs> I will. I have not and will not play Pokemon Go. My boy loves it. I just, I have no inkling of giving a craps for Pokemon Go. But that that's just me. I, I, I don't even understand Pokemon because it's, you know, let's capture things and force them to fight. You know, that, I don't get it. I don't get the Sounds the like, to me like a good weekend. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, Nick, didn't, I think, yeah, when, when I would, when Nick. I would travel for work, I would do a little Pokemon Go. I think I maybe have only spent $30 on the game total since it's out. I didn't spend a lot. Of, I didn't play as much as Russ did by a long shot. Um, um, but you know, that was a big thing for us when you were living down, when you were living down in Texarkana, you would, I, yeah, I think it came out Bella's senior year, 2016 or so. I think it's when it came out and heck every night we would go downtown and walk, um, in the evenings and Bella came when, before I moved to Springfield, uh, Isabella, we came up here for a couple of college visits and both college visits. I think we went and walked and got gelato and played yep. Pokemon go those nights. So that definitely was a big one. And then I don't know that anybody will remember this one, but I do remember um, Megu. That one came out, I mean, I think that was on BlackBerry. So that that dates anything. It's like, and um, the ex-wife and, and Bella played the heck out of that. It was like, it was like Tamagotchi for, for mobile gaming. You, you like evolved. I mean, it was like, it was like, Tamagotchi Gachi and, 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 and Pokemon all in one. It was a Japanese game, but, they, I mean, I think Rhonda spent like 20 bucks a month on that game uh, for a solid eight or nine months. So, well, it, and you got to think about it, you know, just because you're not spending money on a mobile game doesn't mean they're not making money off of you. I mean, if oh, you're yeah. playing a mobile game and you see an ad, they just made money off of you. I don't know what their percentage of return is. Maybe it's a nickel every time you see an ad, for all I know, but a nickel's still a lot. If you play a game for an hour, you see a, if you see an ad every, every two minutes, they just made what is that two times five you know twenty basically every two minutes you basically made a nickel off of you so you know sure. thirty times two they made you know sixty cents off of you and if they got a million people playing that you know do the math you know so it they sounds got, like uh, that game sounds like Digimon Digimon <laughs> yeah I mean it's they're Digimon. they're all that kind of like in that guile of of those kind of games and. And this one here was was massive. Actually, it was. I think they had like like six thousand variations. You could build your little house thingy. I mean, it was it was insane. They would. I mean, I would lose them for a day. It was like. I mean, that was some of the best WoW gaming I think me and Patrick had because they would be in there playing the mobile game uh, for hours on end. 
Right. And, you know, I, I mean, I've played in my fair share. I'm not, I'm, I'm like, I just get to the point where I get tired of the ads or I don't want to spend the money. Because everybody remember playing Ingress back in the day? The mobile game no. where you tried to take over areas. It was an AR simulated type game called Ingress. It, they even made an anime about anime about it. Animation yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. But you was the same thing as Pokemon Go. You would be a part of a group and you would try to take over an area by making intersecting lines and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I mean, I will say that I don't spend money on these, but they do make money off of me because I play them and they got ads. And, you know, yeah. I'm cur- I currently have a... Uh, I'm trying to remember. Let me let's see what the name of this game is that I currently have. Uh, it's called Wordscapes, and basically it's just like yeah, they give you a random let- set of letters and you make words out of them. And I I do that while I'm waiting for a meeting to start, or I'm using the bathroom, or or at nighttime I'm trying to wind down before bedtime or something like that. So that's what I do, but I don't spend real world money on it. I will tell you that for Pokemon Go, I did sign up for uh, Google Rewards just for that game, so that the money that I was earning through the rewards and surveys <laughs> is what I would spend on that money on that. So I, I am very animate about spending my own money on a mobile game. And I don't know why, because I spend money on video games, but I have a real big problem with spending real world currency on a mobile game. Yeah. I, I feel like with mobile games, I don't know. And the, so kind of going back for just a minute before I make my point, uh, I played a, a ton of Pokemon go. I really like that game. Um, I didn't spend any money though on it. So I never bought anything. I, you know, I played it, and, and that's typically the case for me with a lot of mobile games. Like I'll play them, but if they ask me to spend money, I'm not really? going to. <clears throat> there might be a few games that I have spent money on mobile game wise, and, and it's the same as what Patrick said. You know, I use my uh, Google Rewards money that I get from that from filling out surveys and stuff. If you guys don't know about that, and you do play mobile games or anything mobile wise, and you have an Android, download Google Rewards. You fill out surveys, you get free money, and you can spend that money on anything on the Google Store. So I earn enough the, to watch a movie or two every weekend. Uh, sure, you know, yeah. Renting, it's it's. I have seventeen dollars on Google Play. I have like twelve right now on mine. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I haven't done I've, anything with it. Yeah, I, I have like twenty five last weekend on it because of Christmas. I watched about me and the kids had a horror movie marathon. I will say, though, the way that it works is the more places you go, the more surveys you get. Because they send you surveys about what your shopping habits are or your spending habits. So it it notices that you stop at a gas station three times a week, you may get a survey about something like that. Or if you go to Walmart five times in a week, they're going to be like, I noticed you went to Walmart, you know. or And just lie. Or sometimes it'll even give you random surveys. It'll be like, did you go here? You're like, no. No. (laughs) But if you fill it out. As if you did go there, you'll get more money than if you say, no, I didn't go anywhere. Did you just yes. Google General Warts cream? Well, well, Nick, no. you better watch that out because they tell you don't lie on the survey. So I, we didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I usually don't. I usually say, no, I didn't go there just because I'm like, yeah, I don't want I I to like answer questions to right. things yeah. that I don't know anything answers <laughs> to. And, I, and I've, you, can get, you get a minimum of like 10 cents. So even yeah. if you get those questions yeah. where you just say, did you look this up and you say no – I've gotten 20 cents just for saying no before. Oh, you sure. Know? It's a random yeah. amount. I've gotten as much as like a dollar. Yeah, answering. me too. I have almost, uh, I think almost a dollar's worth. Yeah, I don't like think I've ever gotten a dollar, but yeah, like up uh, there. I, I think like I've got 86 cents has been my high. Yeah. But I'm but not going to scoff at 86 cents. But that stuff adds up. That stuff adds up and it adds up quick. 
Yeah. I mean, you'll have do. money and you'll do a few surveys for a few months, like, you know, a couple, two or three months. You won't have enough money to buy any game or movie or whatever that you want on Google Play. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what I use it for. That I don't spend any of my money, but I spend the Google the Google rewards on it because there's nothing else to spend it on. I do rent movies with it, or if I happen to be playing a game and it's like two bucks or something, I may do it. But for the most part, I just use it for movies because I don't yeah. I don't usually spend any money on mobile gaming at all. Right. So, yeah. And and you know, coming back to even further, we we're talking about Words with Friends. Now that one I did play quite a bit. I know me and Shane did a lot of Words with Friends for several yeah. months back in the day. Uh, but that, again, like Russ said, that's not a game that you had to spend money on. You know, that was a game that you could just play. And I don't even know if they had anything you could spend money on that game. Maybe no, it did. was all ad-driven. I think it was all ad-driven. Yeah. I think that's right. So, and there wasn't that many ads in it either. So it was an easy game to play. It wasn't like you make a word and then they show you an ad. It was like every so often they'd pop an ad on. And that was kind of like the early... That game also came out towards the early, you know, mobile gaming scene. That with like Farmville... You know, when that game first came out, it had very few ads and very few things that you had to purchase. So you could pretty much build up your farm how you wanted to without really spending a dime. Uh, I know when Farmville 2 came out, that was like you had to spend money just to grow crops. You know, I mean, that was how that's how heavy handed that game was with spending money. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I feel like. You know, kind of going back to what we were talking about with like mobile gaming and uh, gaming on a console or PC. I, I, you know, I said that I I think you get your money's worth. You know, and and it was brought up that uh, why do you think that? And I think that is because even though for us as hardcore gamers, we might buy a sixty dollar game and play it for two hours, right? Um, There has been cases of that. You know, where we've done that, so you wouldn't say, okay, you've got your money's worth there, but. You know, if you were to buy, if you were to purchase a $60 game, in most cases, not every game, but in most games, you're going to get your $60 worth, and you're not going to have advertisements. You're going to get this fully fleshed out system, uh, story, characters, whatever the game is, and you're going to feel satisfied in the end. Where I feel like mobile gaming, it's to, it's it's completely nickeling and diming you. You spend money, yes. Uh, for something, but that's that one thing that you get is only it's like breadcrumbs, right? You know, they just sprinkle a little bit of seasoning on top of the steak that you're uh, trying to devour, and you want more seasoning. But well, if you want more, you're gonna have to spend more money for that second piece uh, to throw the seasoning on there, you know. Um, and that's how I feel like with with mobile gaming is it just tries to nickel and dime you for every uh, portion of the game that you want to play. Uh, whereas console gaming and PC gaming, it's like if you buy the game now, DLCs and stuff. Yeah, I guess you could throw that into the mix. Loot boxes. Lo- I was gonna that. say, yeah, yeah, they do loot boxes. Or loot boxes. Same thing. Right, and and loot boxes are, you know, they the thing about and unfortunately, mobile gaming didn't have this, but with console gaming, loot boxes did have a pushback, you know, and that has changed. It's not it's not a hundred percent turnaround, but it has changed a lot of of the ways that companies approach things because companies started to approach things like mobile gaming on console and they got a lot of pushback from the gaming community that hurt them and that's where they said oh we better reverse this well but they didn't really get rid of loot i mean they got rid of loot boxes the random chance stuff but all they did was just basically replace them with a plethora of things that you can just buy outright you know right well fifa is the bad you know fifa oh yeah 
That's a that's a you horrible this, cul- corp, uh, culprit for that type of stuff. Well, I mean, it's is it FIFA? Who makes FIFA? Is that EA? Yeah. Well, of course it's EA. <laughs> I mean, we already know. But I mean, yeah. I mean, but you think about any game that's like that that's got an extended play. They have this, and 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 I'm talking about anything. So you know, talk about like loot shooters and stuff like that. When you think of like Destiny, you can buy the currency to buy the cool little emotes or the cool gear or the cool overlay for the gear it's all cosmetic stuff but it's still a detriment to the game but you know that's that's a different podcast for a different episode there but it's in my opinion they're kind of akin to the same you know you're buying like you said i like the term breadcrumb or or seasoning it would be like going to going to roadhouse and getting the the biscuits without the the butter right That's just no right. extra. Yeah, we're gonna mouth. charge you a dollar for this butter. Right, cup. it's like getting a, it's like getting a, yeah, getting a plate of fries, and you're like, you want ketchup? That'll be five bucks. And it was like, what? <laughs> the oh, fries yeah. are free, but the ketchup's five bucks, <laughs> right? Or you want salt on those, on those fries? Uh, that's my biggest thing is with mobile gaming is I spend, and maybe maybe it's because I look at it this way. I spend enough on regular gaming that I just can't see spending my money on mobile gaming because I I feel the same way as you do, Nick. I agree with you 100. percent but I know that there's people that spend less on gaming, but still spend like a hundred dollars a month or fifty dollars a month on a mobile game because they're playing that mobile game and that's all they play. Um, but I also know gamer friends who do both. They spend the money on the physical games, or the, you know, the games for consoles and PC, and then they turn around and spend, you know, thirty dollars a month on a mobile game or something like that. But I'm definitely in the same boat you are. I don't spend my real money on a mobile game. I will only spend stuff on Google Rewards, and I don't spend very much of that. I spend most of my Google Rewards on movies to rent and watch. Yeah, yeah for sure. Russ, do you do the Google, Google Rewards too? You know, as y'all were talking about that, this is not the first time I've heard you talk about that. And I'm like, surveys? Where the heck do they get these surveys from? Like, so It's, it's fantastic. Nick it's got an app. Yeah, it. it's like Google Rewards app. Okay, so I'm going to look up that, but like for me, I was looking at mine, I was like, okay, I have play points, and I get play points because I run all my subscriptions through, I like to have all my subscriptions in one spot, so I run them through Google, uh, and then I get these play points, and then I look at the play points, I'm like, well, crap, I could just spend those on other apps, I'm like, that's worthless, what are they talking about, and so <laughs> I'm going to have to probably look that up, and, and I may lose a weekend doing Google Rewards for some free movies. It's like um, random. Like I said, the more places yeah. you go, it, it, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really hurting me for working from home, I will yeah. say. I don't That's get what I was going to say. When I worked from home last week, I didn't get squat. Yeah. But if you, if you travel a lot, or if you, it, it, not really necessarily travel, but if you just go around Springfield. Just you know, go to the go store. To, go to the store, you know, go to Walmart or gas station or whatever. Um, you're bound to get a survey when you come back. And you might get two or three. And... You know, you'll get various amounts of money for filling out these surveys, and they, the surveys don't take very long. They're like, they're like a minute or two at most. Yeah, at yeah. most. And so you fill them out real quick, and they'll give you. They just put it to your uh, Google account, and they'll give you like ten, fifty, sixty cents per survey that you fill out. And then after a while of filling them out, and you look at your account, and you're like, oh my gosh, I got like fifteen bucks sitting here. Yeah. And and then you're like, okay, cool. I'm gonna buy a movie tonight. And you buy a movie, and then. You know, shoot, who knows? It might send you a survey and say, like, how do you think of that movie? <laughs> and then they give right. you another 50 cents or something. Yeah. And yeah. the next thing you know, you got a whole bunch of, you know, Google Play cash where you can just spend anything on the on the, on the the store. So, yeah, it's and that's the one thing I play. 
You know, yeah, that's, that's the one thing I do too. <laughs> Google Rewards. It's called Google Opinion Rewards, and and yeah, Rush, you should look it up on the Play Store. I've had I have eight dollars and forty cents on there. I forgot I rented a movie over Christmas with it, so I'm I don't have twelve dollars anymore. <laughs> Um, but you know what? You'll get that back quicker than you can think. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I yeah. I mean, I, I remember one time I had like 20 bucks worth of Google reward cash, uh, give or take. And I spent like almost all of it on something. I can't remember what it was. And, and yeah, in like no time at all, I had pretty much all that money back. I was already back up to like 15 bucks or something like that in no time. So, yeah, so definitely worth trying out. If you guys don't use it, definitely use Google Rewards. It pays for itself, definitely. I mean, because even if it takes you 30 seconds to do a survey and they give you 10 cents, I'm sorry, 10 cents was worth 30 seconds of your time. It took you no time. But that's the only way that I spend any money on mobile games is that. And that is, I don't spend much on mobile games. Um, we're probably, the group of us, you know, as much as we don't want to admit, we probably play more mobile games than we led on to believe we don't spend money on it but we still contribute to that overall income of mobile games which means we're contributing to the increase in mobile gamings in the market because just by playing a mobile game that has ads which is any free mobile game out there you are contributing to their market share and if you want to get rid of the ads the only way you can do that is by paying for like the full version or the pro version of the game which is usually like three dollars to five dollars depending on the game so they're getting their money some way or another. And, you know, let's just say that their their game is five dollars to remove the ads. I guarantee you that if you played a game for like a weekend, they made the five bucks off of you regardless. So oh, easily. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know, and, so. You know, one that Shane mentioned was Angry Birds. I love Angry Birds. Yeah. Like or I mean, it was either Shane or Russ that mentioned it. But I, I love Angry Birds. Angry Birds, the, the first one, and even the second one, I've played the crap out of those. So, yeah, I mean, that's one game that. I mean, it's, but, you know, the thing about Angry Birds is that's mindless fun. I mean, just throwing birds at a, you know, and watching all the things topple down. So, you know, if Angry Birds, and it might be in this case where Angry Birds had a thing where, like, hey, get rid of all the ads for five bucks, I probably would have because I just liked that game in general. I thought it was a really good game. That was a lot of fun that I, you know, I think it is on console now, right? I think they did make a console port at some point of that game. I want to say yes. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Or something. If even yeah. if it's not on a major console, it's it's at least on uh, Nintendo, and it's at least on like on DS or somebody's made. Memory serves right. Somebody's made a game for the handheld. Maybe those aren't mobile. Maybe those are handheld, Patrick. Maybe that's the definition between the two. Who knows? But Well, I mean, they I only think... break it into three categories. Mobile games, console games, and PC games. So they're either considering it a console game or a mobile game. A console type thing. I, I, yeah. Again, I don't know how they determine the, the, the three. Just like you guys are kind of confused by that, too. I am, too. I, I would assume they consider it console because it is a dedicated device, right? Like a switch or something is a dedicated device that's made. I mean, yeah, you can watch Netflix and Hulu and Disney See, Plus on it, but the, its main purpose is video games. Whereas yeah. a phone, its main purpose is making phone calls and text messaging. I mean, that's the main Except purpose for, of a phone. Call, <laughs> I was going to say a phone. The, the majority of people probably don't use it as a phone, right? Right, but that's the main purpose of a phone, right? <laughs> so it's for text messaging, uh, <laughs> man. What are you talking about? It's for text messaging and pooping. Uh, yes. Do well, do you guys consider the Switch a handheld or a mobile device? I don't, uh, that's a console. I, mean, I, don't, I don't consider console it. or a mobile device. Excuse me. I, I, don't, 
consider it a mobile device. I consider it a handheld and a console. Yeah, I consider it a console as well. And I don't even, I mean, I know it could be a handheld game, but I don't play it as a handheld game. <laughs> no. Well, you know, that's, you know, if I take a road trip, that thing comes with us. Kids have a blast. You know, it keeps kids occupied. Right. Uh, especially now that, life. especially now that you can do Netflix and all that crap on it. It's a bigger screen in their phone. But we also got like a teeny tiny TV that we use for just such things. So. Right. Yeah, and I, I have an original Switch that docks, and then I also have a light, you know, and the light is mine. I do use it, you know, it's it's handheld only, so it doesn't dock. Right. And that, that was mine that I bought for myself because I bought the original. I bought the original Switch for myself, but I gave it to my daughter because she loved it so much. And then I bought just a light for myself just to play so I could just play some games. And I don't mind playing them handheld. It To me, it doesn't feel like a mobile game, right? It's just, it feels like taking my console games, but just handheld version of it yeah. uh, where I can just, you know, it's a smaller screen. Yes, but it's still this, the full fledged experience that I would get on a, on a, on a big screen, you know, whereas I feel like, you know, if I'm playing a Nintendo switch game, it's not going to try and nickel and dime me maybe for DLC, right? <laughs> maybe smash brothers for the other you know, combat characters, but it's not trying to nickel. I mean, the full fledged game, even if you don't buy the other characters for like smash brothers, let's say in this example, um, you're still getting a great game regardless if you don't buy the other DLC characters, right? You don't need them. Um, they're there if you want to purchase them, sure. Whereas I feel like mobile games, it's like, it almost feels like a detriment, right? I mean, because if you don't spend money in mobile games, I mean, some of those games, it'll take you years to get mm. any well, and then all it takes is once you get to a point to where you're really good, is all it takes is for somebody to come in and spend 100 bucks and tromp you. You know, trounce huh. you in some of those those versus mobile games. Yeah, right. we call that the EA effect. Whereas in Smash it's Brothers, the if they buy a DLC character, it doesn't mean that they're going to be like you know overpowered. They just have a different character. You can still, if they're really, if you're really good at Smash Brothers, you can still kick their butt. You know, so right, yeah, it's not a pay to win. Most right. most console games and PC games, I would say, are not pay to win unless they're a derivative game from a cons from a mobile game because. A lot of mobile games are moving over to, like, consoles. You know, I see so many games that were on mobile that have moved into the gaming sphere. I mean, I remember back in the day when that Zuma game came to 360. That yeah, was the I game with the, game. the, yeah, you know, those shoot the balls <laughs> into the thing. And so much. That game is, was on 360, and I was like, what? <laughs> you know? But, you know, but that game, they, they charge you. It was a pay-for game for the 360, so there was no ads or anything yeah. in it when it came out. But it was out. it was a cheap game for the 360, and oh, it was yeah. fun too. I love it. Was it was like a fifteen-dollar game or something for the 360. It wasn't very expensive. Yeah, it wasn't very expensive. But, I remember I played the crap out of Zuma on the 360. But, but you think about that. That game was just ported over to console. It didn't cost them anything to develop because they'd already developed it for mobile, and that's all their developmental costs was already paid for because all the people paid for the ads or paid for the ball, the extra mm -hmm. balls or whatever they had to pay in the game on the mobile stuff. So I'm just, I just don't want, because it does seem like games are going over to the cheaper side. And when I say cheaper side, I mean, they're getting more, a uh, more mobile style where it's just, I feel games are going that way. We're getting less and less fleshed Quality. out. Yeah, I would say so because I mean, let's take, uh, this is a joke that's often made, but let's take Steam, for example. I don't think Steam sells full games anymore. Mm, How often have well, you heard somebody I, say that? <laughs> because everything you find on Steam that's new is early access. 
I mean, the, right. the that's majority. True, of, but consoles are going that way as well, so you're definitely right. Well, but I mean, I mean, yeah, Xbox has that, you know, with their early access stuff. What do too. they call it? The green light or whatever? I can't remember what they right. call it. Yeah, that. whatever they call that's it. That's Steam's like green light or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's getting to the point to where nobody puts out anything full anymore. It's either going to be a Kickstarter game or you can get early access to play this. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of it is because it's just easier for companies to make money on mobile games. When they, when they say, hey, we can put out this crappy game, and if we get 100 people to, to play it for an hour, we just made $1,000 off ad revenue or something. It's like, why, <laughs> why waste time if I can make $1,000 by getting people to look at this stupid ads for an hour? Yeah, that's uh, Nintendo created that, though. That's called shovelware. It's just <laughs> crap they throw well, at We people. had plenty of that. Well, but you still have to buy the shovelware. You don't have to buy these mobile games. It's just free. You just download it and that's true. Game. It's true. I mean, that's one thing about mobile, you know, that I don't think we've hit on yet is a lot of these games are free, right? I mean, they are free to play. So you're not, you know, as a consumer, you're not really, you know, you, there's no obligation to purchase. And for most of them, you know, most of the buy games, most of the games that are on uh, Google Play or Apple Store or whatever they call it. Um, are that are that are purchasable are the full-fledged experience right and there are a lot of single player not multiplayer uh pay to win type titles right uh whereas a lot of the of those pay to win uh type titles are free to play so you know i think that's what brings in a lot of consumers too is because you can just download it for free you know you can just grab it from the store start playing and then they get you down the line with saying, oh, well, you want to do this? Well, let me just, you know, just, you know, throw $2 at us and we'll let you do it. Right. And then people uh-huh. are like, oh, well, I like this game. So sure. And then, you know, then some other barrier comes up down the line. Well, you want to do that? Just another $2 is all it takes, man. You know, it's like those snake oil salesmen. Exactly. You know, that, that type of thing. Yeah. So $2 later, five days later. And I've already put five hundred dollars. You already spent like fifty bucks on it, right? You're like, how much yeah. did I spend on this? Well, I mean, it's just like anything in life. I mean, if you're not careful and you depend on how long you play it, I mean, because I can make the perfect example of WoW. I don't want to. I don't even want to think about how much I actually really spent on WoW. But during the early days and until I stopped playing, I paid fifteen dollars a month for four years straight. Not to mention how many times I paid for character transfers or race changes or any of that stuff and those were like 15 to 20 dollars a pop sometimes 30 you know you could do it they they ran a special you could change you could transfer servers and change factions for like 30 bucks i did that i don't know how many times per character just so we could play with friends so i guarantee i've spent hundreds of dollars on that game if not closer to a grand oh yeah i would agree for a while and a lot of mmos you know but I don't know. It, it's kind of half and half of the most, right? I mean, the character transfers and the server transfers and, and various things like that. I feel like, you know, those aren't, unlike mobile gaming, those aren't necessary. Those aren't exactly necessary needs, right? Unless they you are want to play with your friends. <laughs> right. They are services they provide. But, you know, unlike a mobile game, like some mobile games have roadblocks where it's like in, lo- in order to progress, right? And it progress substantially. You need to pay money. 
Or you where, play for exorbitant amount of time for chances to get these cards to... Right. And then you know, the exorbitant I, amount of time is a lot of time. In most well, yeah, because I mean, yeah. I, I could use the perfect example of Summoner's War, which is the one I'm really most familiar with on that type of stuff. That, you know, uh, and, and Pokemon Go, we can use that as well as an example. But like for Summoner's War, you progress through levels and you gain more materials to upgrade your characters and slot more better stones and stuff in them so they can hit harder or their abilities proc more often. Uh, and you and upgrade them, you know, by, by combining them together. And you have to hope to get these certain cards to pull a specific character to make your team complete so you can run these dungeons. And, you know, the only way to do it is just play every day and hope you get a chance to pull this card. If not, you can pay this money to get, like, pieces of this card so that you can build it quicker. Uh, and then you think, like, Pokemon Go. What was the biggest thing in Pokemon Go you had to spend money on? Pokeballs. Because you always ran out and there wasn't enough Pokestops anywhere near you to get Pokeballs. So... <laughs> You know, Especially that's probably where we Russ lived spent. in Atlanta, Texas. I mean, that's, that's what I was going to say. Th- that's what I was going to re- uh, reiterate a little earlier was like, you know, part of the reason why I had to was because we had like seven pokey stops, you know, in a five mile radius, if that. And, and it wasn't like going downtown Springfield or something like that, where there was there's one every 15 feet. So, I mean, that was part of it. And, and I mean, we just enjoyed it a lot. And so. I mean, I, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm kidding myself a little bit by saying this, but I don't think I was duped with Pokemon. Like not, not that I've ever been duped, but I feel that some go, some mobile games go over the top in order to get some money from you. I don't think Pokemon necessarily did. I mean, if you found a place that had a lot of Pokestops, you didn't have to worry about Pokeballs because you get them everywhere. I mean, the only thing was, was like maybe some of the lures and stuff like that, but you didn't necessarily have to have those. So, you know, I, I mean, we're kind of going Pokemon Go caused another issue, though. Pokemon Go was supposed to be walking around, getting exercise, but you know what Pokemon Go spawned? Drive-by Pokestops, because that's what everybody I know did. If they weren't walking around downtown, they were circling downtown in their car, hitting Pokestops. <laughs> <laughs> that that probably costs. They probably spent so much more money in gas. They probably should have just bought Pokeballs. <laughs> well, I think unfortunately, mobile gaming is only going to get worse. Uh, it's oh, yeah. it's going to get more. It's going to get more scammy. They're going to basically sooner or later, you're going to have people on there. Hey, mom and dad, they don't need to know this stuff. Just go grab their card. This is how you put it in. It's all good. Well, I think mobile gaming is slated to even get larger and larger this year i think they're talking like a six to nine percent increase in the market over 2029 yeah. uh and so i mean that's a lot when you consider that console and pc gaming don't even make up 50 percent of the market they make up 49 percent of the market if they lose more of the market share what's going to keep these companies like you know i hate to say the name but like ea spending right. money on their oh. on their ancillary companies like but you know like Bioware and them to produce more games. If the begin, if the market share starts to go less and less from console gaming and more and more towards mobile gaming, what is the incentive of companies like Bioware, uh, PD Project Red, and all these other guys to spend tons of development if they can just spin off a mobile game and be like, you know what, yeah. here's my mobile game, buy it for five dollars, and if we get a million people to buy it for five dollars, we just made five million bucks and we put no money into it. You know, no, that's true. That's I just don't. 
What's that, Nick? Yeah. So that's what Blizzard's doing. Right. I mean, everybody's doing it. Fortnite does it. PUBG does it. They all have mobile games. And and I and I think I think I had heard somewhere that like Fortnite's mobile gaming brings in more than the other consoles and stuff do. I don't doubt that. And if that's the case, why would companies want to invest in consoles and PCs, which is going to hurt our industry? We're going to get fewer and fewer big titles or good titles. True because, games. Yeah, because I mean. It's already kind of sort of happening, and I'm not, you know, it's not really happening, but it is kind of with, with VR. I mean, we were all super excited for that Medal of Honor game. Turned out it was a VR game, and we're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I'm not going to be able to play that because I can't, I have VR, I can't afford VR, you know. But, you know, mobile games are just getting bigger and bigger, and and I don't know. I'm, I'm with everybody else. I don't like to play more action-adventure rpg style games on my phone they're out there i don't like it i will not play diablo on my phone i'm not going to play a, a moba game on my phone i'm not going to play a battle royale game on my phone it's just not what i'm playing i'm playing like time waster things you know yeah. doing time wasting activities if i'm going to sit on the toilet i'm going to be entertained while i'm sitting on the toilet with a mobile game if i'm waiting to go into the doctor's <laughs> office i'm waiting with a mobile game if i'm waiting for a meeting to start i'm waiting with a mobile game just because i can't whip out my computer or my xbox and play a game while i wait for a meeting to start you know <laughs> that just well, doesn't... i mean i mean yeah you could play your console games now on your phone but the problem is is i'm not going to lug around my controller and everything just so i can play while i've got a 15 minute wait at the doctor's office well some games so you're talking about x cloud and well yeah i mean x cloud or, yeah, or the game X-Cloud. streaming service now, but... x cloud mainly you know, you need your for most games on there. You do need your console uh, controller, but yep. there are some games on XCloud that are and they are categorized on there as being uh, mobile centric games where you can use a mobile controller. And of oh. course, that controller takes over like you know ninety percent of the screen. But <laughs> but they are doable. So I guess you could do them in that way, and you, you could also do well, it's not XCloud, which is the uh, what is it? Uh, what you were talking about, I think, which is the uh, game streaming. Yeah, the streaming game. So you could stream to your, you, you to you know from your Xbox to your phone. Yeah, uh, phone. You know, if you yeah. want to. You know. I just, I'm not sold so, on I mean, it. You could, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think we're a little bit in the minority. I think we all play a little bit more mobile games than we probably let on that we do, just because in talking to this group, it's like, oh, we're all not big mobile gamer fans, but. We all have something that we waste time on that we come back to or go around to. And, you know, I, I Shane probably didn't play Pokemon Go, but I bet he drove his kids around to play Pokemon Go. Nope. Little bastards can walk. You lie. I guarantee you took them to the park nope. or took them to somewhere so they can go sit some Pokestops. Or... Now, that, that part is almost true. I did not even know there was Pokemon at the park. And I told my boy, get your uh, scooter thing you got for your birthday. And he's like... All right, I'm going to catch this thing first. What dang? It's Pokemon. Oh, okay. Whatever. I drove my kid around so she could do it. I took her to the square around Springfield so she can do it because there's so many Pokestops around the square. I went to the square. <laughs> Springfield had a huge event to where the square was elbows to buttholes of people, and you couldn't walk around the square when they had the Pokemon event. I was not. I was like, I can't believe I came here. <laughs> there was that many people. I remember See, that. that's my problem. I don't think I could handle that. I think I, uh, I think I would snap. I didn't people. realize it was as popular as it was when I heard the event was coming to Springfield. I'm like, oh, there'll probably be a decent amount of snap. people. 
<laughs> hey, Pokemon Snap. <laughs> hey, I played that one. I like Pokemon Snap. But yeah, I don't think I think mobile gaming is just going to get larger. I hope that it doesn't take more than it's already done. I hope that it loses the lion's share of the market because I want console and PC gaming to get back up there or else we're going to be in a world of hurt for games come two to five years from now. These game studios are going to be like, why am I wasting? Obviously, I will say that the gaming industry makes more money than movies and stuff like that do now. I mean, they're in the billions and billions of dollars, so there's still money to be made. It's not that dire of a situation, but if we get down to where PC and consoles are making 25% of the market share and mobile gaming are 75%, there's probably going to be some eyeballs looking around and they're going to be like, why are we doing this? Why are we spending all this money if we can just make these smaller, uh, less developmental development type games and throw Crap. all these microtransactions in here and make all this money? Why would we spend millions of dollars on a developing of a game and try to risk stuff? I mean, a perfect example is uh, CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk. They made a risk. They put out a game that was not quite finished, but they were very ambitious in what they did, and look what it got them. It got them tons of hate and a class action lawsuit. I mean, that's that's what the gaming world is coming into. Everybody, if you put out a bad game, everybody is extremely butthurt, and all they want to do is cry and whine, and then companies like CD Projekt Red pay for it, and, you know, depends on what happens to this class action lawsuit. I don't know if it hurt, hurt them enough to put them out of business, but guess what? We lost a great game developer if something happened to them. Or if litigation takes so much money out of them that it takes away from development of games, we have screwed a company that has put out great games and will continue to put out great games. I have no, I have no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I have no. Apprehension? Shoot. Yeah, apprehension. There we go. That they will fix, see, that they will fix Cyberpunk. I have no apprehension at all that they will. I that. I completely agree with you. I have no no qualms that they're going to fix it. I know they're going to fix it. That's the type of company they are. The problem is they they should have never released the game. Well, they I mean, lied. By they investors. lied to the comp. They lied to the players. They lied to the investors. That game was hidden on console. That is true. But I mean, I mean, but you know. I think that they were being forced. The de the developers, the people behind the lines, were being de being forced to put something out. Oh, I agree too. That they right. that they didn't feel was ready. I think they yeah. probably said probably if they would have been truthful with the, the the investors and everything and said we need six months to a year to fix this. Some uh, you know made somebody, the decision. Well, yeah. It was the higher ups, you know. Right, exactly. The higher ups that made the decision. You know, the developers I don't think were there. Wanting to, to to publish this game because they knew it was behind, you know. Right. But but and, just to make my point is it's all based on money. That's right. the reason That's, that it was done this way. It was like we need to make money, uh, which I don't get because they were being flushed with cash with the investors going. Everybody's loving what they're seeing. They're ready to get this game, and you true. know, and it's you know, it's just it's companies are going to take less and less risks because of stuff like this and because of mobile gaming in my opinion because mobile gaming is an easier target and easier to market to get into you don't ever hear this you don't ever hear this cry or outcry of a bad mobile game people may badmouth it in a you know you know if they see an ad on facebook and it's not the That's real true. game people badmouth it and they move on they're not like let's do a clash action lawsuit against these guys which i don't see how it doesn't happen that they're like why people aren't suing these game companies for using other people's advertised games in their advertisements. There are so many mobile games out there that you're like, that's uh, that's a ripoff of, 
of Age of Empires, or that's a rip rip off of WoW, and you're like, how are they not yeah. getting sued? Oh yeah, know? I've seen one mobile ad that was Age of Empires. I'm like, that's yeah. Age of Empires. And yep. then uh, you go to the comments, and people are like, hey, that's Age of Empires. Right, you and you're know? like, that's not even what game this. That's not even this game. And so you're just like, you know, you're looking at that going, how are these guys not getting sued? But yet you got a company like CD Projekt Red, who's the people who are developing it are like, it's not ready, but the people who make the decisions and want to get the money are like pushing it out. And so those yeah. people are ruining the company because, you know, they put out, they forced out a game that wasn't ready to hit market. And the, the gaming industry people like lost their lid. They, they they just completely lost their minds. And now investors are asking for a class action lawsuit and, and it's all because the higher-ups hid things, like you said, Shane, from even the investors, because that would be insider trading if they knew all this stuff was going on. So they hid all this stuff from them. But, you know, it's not the it's not necessarily – it's the leadership team of CD Projekt Red, not the development team and all that stuff. But, you know, mobile games have that don't have this risk. They can put out a crappy mobile game, and if it only reaches 1,000 people and they only got like five minutes worth of ad time for each of those 1,000 people – so be it. They've made uh, they made more money than they pumped into the game at this point, you know. So I think you're well, going to see more games like Genshin Impact that came out on mobile and came out on consoles. Yeah, but Genshin Impact is actually is gaining is uh, getting good reviews. Genshin Impact is not being called out for being garbage that's broken, just stealing money. Genshin Impact right. is at least is at least as a mobile game goes, is an actual game. Uh, Unlike uh, the pull pins and crap. But, but to Nick's, but to Nick's credit, it's not what I would consider in my opinion, Genshin impact is a good game, but it's not what I consider a console game or a PC game to be. No, I, I I completely agree. It's like a, you know, it's like a mixture. It's like a right. mixture of both genres or but both it feels, platforms. It feels like a mobile game, even when playing it on a console and stuff. It, exactly. And I think that, you know, kind of what you were talking about, not not talking about CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk, but just talking about what you were talking about, Patrick, with uh, the future, is that I think we'll see more games like Genshin Impact where they come to both, where the developer makes them for the same experience on both uh, console and uh, mobile, where you're going to see that same kind of. That's unfortunately um, where I see yeah. this whole thing going is is that kind of mixture um, between the two. And it's already happening with loot boxes and stuff like that. That's the. I think that's that's the console PC answer to the garbage that they do on. Uh, uh, on the mobile phones. I mean, honestly, I would rather see a damn uh, commercial pop up in the bottom right-hand corner, you know, like one of the banners from the news. You know, buy freaking uh, Monster Energy drinks. Play your game like a champ. I would almost rather see that than all the loot box crap. Right. Well, I but, mean, that even brings about the the idea of them raising the price of games to $70, right? I mean, yeah, they can burn for that one. You know, well, if the, they're going to do this, then yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, you know, you think of uh, what you talked about earlier, Patrick, with the gaming scene being the most lucrative business, um, you know, in the past few years. Yeah, so entertainment. It's like you the know, highest gross for, entertainment. Right. So for entertainment, they're making the most money. 
And then they get raised, you know, EA and all these other, like, oh, we got to raise it to $70 because it's development cost. I was like, well, you know, bull crap about that. Because from statistics and from information we know, you guys are making hand over fist for every game that comes out. Oh, yeah. So why do you need to raise it $10 more? You're raising it $10 more just to get more money. And that's that's the end all be all. It doesn't have anything to do with development costs or anything like that. You just you figure a new uh, console space comes out. And so you can raise it. You know, it's been long enough since it's been $60 that you can go ahead and raise it to 70 and no one will care. Yeah. Well, right, until we start until it, we start getting all these mobile style games that they're trying to charge seventy yeah. bucks for, and I'm be like, right, uh, no, uh, you know, I mean, it's just it just goes to show you that that I mean, something like mobile games can hurt our in, the our industry that we love. I mean, I don't honestly see that it taking over one hundred percent, or I hope it doesn't even make seventy five percent, because then I think it is going to hit a detriment to our favorite studios because. I mean, I don't know. And when you consider that, like, the gaming industry is like, what, $160 billion or something like that industry for entertainment, I think it's probably a little bit more by now. When you could say that to, like, movies and music, which are not even 50% of that, because I think the box office industry is in the 40s and the music business is only in the 20s, you know, it's not near. that. Those can't even hold a candle to the gaming industry. But I just don't want to see something I love go down the toilet because mobile games are the most popular thing and they're, and they're most popular because they're played by a lot of non-gamer people. Like the point that Nick made when I, when I thought about that, it actually made a lot of sense because I know non-gaming people who play mobile games. Uh, you know, when I say non-gamers, like non-console or PC gamers, like all of my friends that don't play video games, I guarantee you they play some sort of mobile game, uh, you know, at some point. So they're contributing to that gaming industry, but they're not continue, contributing to like the, the console or PC side. So they're driving the market. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if there's a tipping point. I'm just speaking from what I see. I'm not an expert in any of this stuff by any means. I'm just seeing that, you know, I see mobile games overtaking the console and PC gaming to the point to maybe it would be a detriment at a certain tipping point. And I don't know what that is or if it's true or, or what, but I can see, us shrinking in the number of studios that would be available to make games because of it. And at the end, you're going to end up with just conglomerate studios like EA and Microsoft and Sony, and maybe a few others out there that have been able, you know, interplay, you know, whatever, uh, the blizzard entertainment one that they own, they don't, they own interplay or, uh, Activision, Activision, what they own. Uh, yeah. Activision's their corporate company. Exactly. There you go, parent company. And so they own all the little games under there. And you're not going to see a lot of these smaller studios because they're just going to be like, why would I Why would I make Phantasmophobia for the console, for the PC, when I could put it out on mobile gaming and make more money? You're not going to see – you're going to see a lot of indie mobile games because it's cheaper and quicker money. It's a quicker buck, a quicker bang for your buck. That's why you have I, – I don't think you can log on to Facebook and be on there for 30 minutes without seeing an ad for some type of crappy mobile game. Yeah, and I hope it doesn't get to that point. You know, I hope it doesn't get to the point where, you know, uh, console gaming or PC gaming, you know, either one uh, in general, becomes more of the uh, minority, whereas mobile gaming becomes the majority, right? Uh, Whereas we have these, you know, because you're going to still have those people that are going to bring out console games because they're, you know, they're uh, older 
developers or they're uh, the ones that like, you know, when we get to the point where it be considered a uh, console game is considered a classic, right? That's what I don't want <laughs> is where those because you know, like, Hey, we're gonna release this mobile game. Oh, that's a, that's a mobile or a, a console game. That's a classic, you know, we don't have those anymore. We just have console game or a mobile yep. game, you know, well, those it, it'd be classic or, or this kind of a here and there type thing. Um, and, you know, and this is, this is like you said, this is like way down in the future, but you know, and it may not be in our lifetime, but you know, in your scenario, it, it definitely could get there. Right. And I mean, this would be a bad year anyway, because due to COVID, the entertainment yeah. industry outside of gaming took a huge hit. Movies and music and all that took a huge hit, while video games is pretty much COVID-proof because if you're locked in a house all day with nothing to do, you could still video game. Video game does not require you to interact with anybody physically. You can interact socially through online gaming and stuff, but basically we have learned that video games are pandemic-proof because... If you're stuck in the house all day, what are you going to do? You're going to video game because that's what we do. And that's what right. everybody and they else can develop does. a video game remotely. Right. right. They don't exactly. have to be in the same office or on a There are stand. limitations to it, though, because there there's are. a lot of mocapping and stuff like that. But they're still doing mocapping because you can do mocapping. And you right. Can, you, you can, can keep you it can pretty safe. Yeah. 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 You can record mocapping and then ha- and introduce it to a game. So, you know, gaming, there is a lot of physical you know having people into an area to do a certain scene or certain development uh but unlike movies especially uh, a lot of it can be do remotely you know it's very hard to do a a movie remotely because you have to have the film crew and the person with the boom mic and the camera and the director and all this makeup and everything all in one area to do the scene whereas uh, gaming can be done remotely. It is diff- more difficult from what we've heard from the gaming community or from the gaming uh, developers, but it still can be done. So, yeah. uh, and music uh, is probably the same sense, right? Music, you know, you in general, you can have the band there and then someone just recording it. So, you know, it could probably be done a little bit more remotely than, than movies, especially. Yeah. Right, except you want to make a music video, and then you're needing a bit all the right. time. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, you know, this year is probably going to skew the numbers huge for games because they're just basically, you know, you're stuck in a house all day. If you if you work, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs because of COVID, and so while those people are sitting at home trying to or trying to find a job in a, in a market that's not the best, they're going to sit there and they're going to play those free mobile games, which is basically going to skew the numbers towards mobile gaming revenue because. Remember, uh, even if you don't pay for the game, you're still contributing to those game the those companies by watching the ads that their games kick off because every every so many seconds of game ad time that you watch is money in their pocket. You know? Oh yeah, but I mean, what do most well, people do? Mute, look away, glance, and wait for it to come back onto the game. Or or no, they're watching the ad, waiting for the X to pop up so they can close it out. But you're still that's getting true. screen time. And that's all that matters to those people. I mean, I think I read an ad. I read a, an article not too long ago that, like, the the publisher for uh, Fortnite Epic Games basically was spending two million dollars a day on digital ads earlier this year. Two million. They could spend two million dollars a day for digital ads. How much money they have to be raking in to be able to afford to spend that? much money two million dollars because it was basically saying in march april and may i think is what it was 
was what the article that I'd read some time ago this year, uh, that they were basically, they're spending $2 million a day on digital ads. How much do you have to be making a day to be fine with spending $2 million a day? Well, you got to remember, though, it's Fortnite, so... Jesus, I, I couldn't imagine how much that that game makes. I really couldn't. I mean, the 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 YouTubers that do the the videos of gameplay for Fortnite are making mills. Well, how much do you think it costs to run an ad on Facebook for a game? I mean, I don't uh, know what it costs. I mean, mm. I know that it costs like, you know, when we looked at monetizing on Facebook and stuff like that, it wasn't cheap. You you had to pay per number of views basically you paid per how many people can see how many people that your ad would reach and then you pay if you want it targeted so if you want your ad yeah. targeted if we want our ad targeted to gamers which is what our industry is we would we we haven't done any of this because we do this for fun maybe yeah. in the future if we get big enough we might but you know we didn't do that but when we looked into it it was like five dollars got you like nothing it would get you oh, like yeah. uh, an hour's worth of of an ad time on their site so I cannot imagine, and it would only get you like reaching a hundred people or something like that. So you know, I think we all see the same game ads every day. Those guys got to be so. Uh, this may be like combined, but maybe it's two million a day combined from like the largest game producers, which is like Epic and then like Playrix and and stuff like that. But two million dollars a day on digital ads for games is insane. But you have yeah. they have to be bringing in so much. I imagine, what do you think they're probably bringing in? $10 million a day to be able to spend, because that's 20% of their income on ads. Do you think that maybe it's more? I don't know what, I'm not a marketing person. I'm not a business person. I don't know what is considered safe uh, amount. Does anybody know, Russ, and you know anything about how much, what's considered safe marketing budget? Not really a safe marketing budget. Depends on, like you said, what your target is. I mean, what's your ROI within the investment? I mean, for example, I mean, I can only look at my career and, and what I do is $500 for one month worth of advertising worth filling a position that I have open when maybe there's a cheaper or, or you know, a less expensive way to do that. I mean, is $500 a lot of money for a, for a month? I mean, I would say for a single position, I think so. I mean, but if it was four or five positions and, um, you know, I filled all those in that five, maybe that's a little bit different. But it just depends on what your ROI is with it. I mean, I think in our case, the fact that we're doing things for fun, we're, we're doing that, uh, I don't think that that return of, of investment's there yet. But if there's a need in that market or if there's a need in that, industry or, or whatever the case is then it just depends on what that that roi is going to be right so i mean i guess if we take 169 billion which is what they were estimating that the gaming market was going to bring in this year and we took we took 51 percent of it i wonder what that is i'm not i'm not can't do quick math like that but 169 billion you know basically divided you know minus 49 percent that's what they have basically made the mobile gaming market. Uh, so what is that? I don't know, but I'll billion, take it. It's $86 billion. So <laughs> divide that by $365. And then that's basically what they're making a day. You know, they don't make money by the day, but you know, that's, I don't know. It's $86 billion. It's just hard to comprehend for somebody like me. 
you know. Uh, <laughs> you know? And for what we think that they pay in marketing or or something like that, I mean, they probably pay a tenth of that in marketing. I mean, just because of of the accessibility to the information anyway, the partnerships that they make within it all. So, like, that's a lot of things that we don't see within this, like, um, like IGN and stuff like that. Like, there's partnerships within some of that stuff where they do things for free or very low cost that they're not spending. That is just like we can't even we can't even we really can't even comprehend it. It's right. like, yeah. Well, all I don't know what half say- of that is. Is I want it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, I would take even one billion. I would take a million. Yeah, no, I'm not that greedy. Just give me a million bucks. You know, I could pay off everything I own and live pretty comfortably. Keep working. Dang, Skippy. Hell, you, you could know. live off the dang interest. I don't know about that. I mean, uh, but. Oh, I can live poor, buddy. <laughs> oh, I've I mean, done it all my life. Too, but I mean, I, I, would, I would need more than that because I wouldn't be able to retire on that. I'd be broke just by uh, paying my normal bills well, after about would, 10 years. I would leave the country one of those nice, cheap places, you know, where a dollar gets you a car. <laughs> and then, you know, you lose your liver and everything because they're like, look at that. Look at that rich gringo. <laughs> eh, I'm okay with it. I don't need it. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, I, I do think that mobile gaming is, I don't know. It's not as big of a smudge on the gaming industry as I, as I, as I, as it, as I'm portraying it to be, but I don't think it's a healthy thing for the gaming market. It's healthy for investors because they're making money hand over fist, but I think as the gaming industry as a whole, I think it does a little bit more harm than good because they have really bad business practices. Um, they put out shoddy stuff. They have questionable tactics for luring people in. And, and we often hear news stories and articles about a kid getting access to, you know, using a parent's phone oh, yeah. or whatever and spending thousands of dollars on a game because they were just like, I can't go any further unless I do this and, and it lets yeah. me do this because it's hooked to their parents' credit card or, or they stole their parents' credit card to buy points in the game or something. Yeah. You know I mean? There should be, and they, they need to do something legislated or something. I, um, a required, uh, approval like, okay. So you go into say the phone app, you click, yeah, buy me $5 of this. By the time you hit $20, I think you should get a damned email stating, hey, are you really spending all this money? And, I mean, and they should stop it right there. Now, if you reply back to the email and say, yeah, I'm an idiot and I'm spending two grand on this damn thing today, then that's one thing. But they should stop it after like 20 bucks and, and ask for a validation. Yeah. I mean, at some point, yeah, it has to stop. But I mean... Uh, there's already laws in the U.S. on online gambling and stuff, and this stuff is basically – it's not really gambling. You're not risking your money. You're just giving it away. So, yeah. you know, there's no much, chance you're going to get it back. Yeah, but it's still an addiction, and that's a problem. For some reason, mobile gaming has a higher addiction rates. When we were doing our uh, gaming addiction, uh, the next day somebody brought that to my attention. Yeah, I mean, they do have a high addiction rate because it's so accessible. That's what yeah. – and. But and you don't really and I will say in this day and age, mobile gaming or or, or I should say the addiction is probably not as easily noticed in the beginning in this day and age because when you think about it, let's think about money and the money you spend in mobile games. How many of you guys physically hold money in your hand anymore? Uh, I mean, I still it, use cash. 
and honestly, I I do not like to use cards. I I think credit cards, debit cards, things like but, that, I think they're detrimental. But, but you're our grandpa, so we already know that. That so, is true. That's true. The I'm, grandpa, old. I'm like, still using doubloons. Right. Yeah. Like Nick, <laughs> how often do you put cash in your hand? I hardly ever have cash. Right. Me too. Russ? I mean, how often I've do you got put I've got like the same twenty dollars in like like a five and three ones and a 10, I think in, in, in my yeah, bucket. Yeah, that squirrel in, hole money. Yeah. <laughs> like I think I've had that for like two years, but so I'm trying to think the last time I have cash, I can't remember. But really. all that just to say is that in some people's eyes in some way that some people see it is it's just bits in the bucket. You're like, okay, I have a bank account and it says I have $500 in it. Uh, this game wants $2 from me so I can do this. Okay. That's $2. And they do that 10 times without realizing it, that they just spent, mm-hmm. you know, 20 bucks. You know, they didn't realize it, you know, but I can monitor cash a hell of a lot easier. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's a lot when you're physically holding something and you give somebody $2 and you can say, Oh, I got $18 back, $18 in my hand still. And then you go spend two more dollars. You're like, I got 16 and I need $5. You're like, Oh, I got $11 left in my hand. They don't Mm -hmm. see that. People don't see that anymore. They just see, I need two bits from the bucket of 500 bits, you know, or, or three bits because it's not physical anymore. It's all numbers being moved around digitally. So don't see it. I mean, I see how much I get paid every, every paycheck, uh, but it's all bits in the bucket. You know, it's like, it's not physical. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, I need, we're in, we're in, we're almost in a credit society anymore. And what I mean by credit, like star Wars credits, you know, I got, I, I need 10 credits to buy this. I need 15 credits to have my subscription renew, <laughs> you know, at this point, it's all bits in a bucket, so it doesn't seem real to some people. So they don't have a problem spending 20 bits out of their 500 bucket. They're like, oh, I got 480 bits. They don't even see that. They're just like, I had 500 bits and I spent 20. I'm okay. You know, I, and I think that does actually lend to making it easier to spend on these digital, uh, digital, digital things because you actually don't get anything. The same thing can be said for video games. I, I own a copy of the video game, but. I really don't have anything besides ownership of it. And I, my parents probably said the same thing when I was younger about he just spent $50 on a video game, something digital. What does he got to show for that? You know, there's nothing physical, <laughs> that ownership. So in this day and age, digital digital purchases are probably really dangerous the way that people think and, and, and handle money anymore because money's not actually handled. You're not, you're not writing in a check register every month, you know, <laughs> and well, I guarantee you most people don't even have a check register or anybody under the age of 30, probably some people are like, what is a check register? So I think it's a dangerous thing, but you know, maybe it'll get to the point to where Congress will legislate it. Maybe they won't. Cause it is a free market. People are allowed to spend their money, but I think it's too easy to abuse spending money in a mobile game. Because my mobile game, my mobile <laughs> phone is tied to my Google wallet and stuff like that. And all I have to do to make a purchase is either punch in a pin number or let it scan my eyes. Because I have the iris the iris part set up or the thumbprint or mm. fingerprint. Any one of those things. And if my kid was devious, which she's not, I could be napping on the couch and she'd be like, I need some money on this thing. Let me just have it scan daddy's finger, you know, or have it scan his face. <laughs> yeah, know? I got mine set to rectal, so nobody <laughs> does it. Shane has to sit on his phone. He has to keister it. So cool. I mean, I I'm not a big huge fan of it, man. And the veins got to be popping the right way. It's got to be just perfectly excited. Uh, oh, hashtag that one. <laughs> so, anybody else got anything else they want to add? I miss. I mean, I think we've kind of you know 
stayed a lot of points and and some valid, some made out to others, but we're not big fans of it. I think it could go away, and most of us probably wouldn't even bat an eye if the mobile gaming market went away. I don't think it should go away. I just think they need to fix it. I think they need to. I think they need more regulation. Shane, you can read the back of the aerosol can. You don't need your phone for the bathroom. <laughs> I think it should go away. I hope it goes away. I probably won't go away. I don't want anything to do with the mobile gaming market. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I, granted, I do play mobile games from time to time, but you know, you wouldn't shed a tear if they disappeared. I tomorrow. wouldn't shed. A, yeah, exactly. Uh, if they went away, I, I wouldn't care less. So if it could go away, that'd be best. Russ? Yeah, pretty much almost the same way than Nick. I mean, I, I know that I'm not like, you know, I'm not yelling that I'm vegan and while I'm eating meat. I mean, I, I, I get it. You know, I'm not a big fan of mobile games. However, I, I, I have, you know, fallen to the trend from time to time. But if they were gone tomorrow, it, it's not going to affect my main my, my main life in gaming with PCs or consoles. Um, I, I don't think there's quite a dire look at the gaming industry as, as, as maybe was talked about before, but you know, mobile will be around. I mean, the smarter the phones get, the more that stuff will come out, but hopefully, you know, things will change in the future, but I'll continue to do my number two and play my, uh, 1942. There so that's just don't ever ask to borrow anybody's phone because everybody's phone has been in the nope. bathroom. <laughs> if there's do anything that comes out of this podcast, right? He's going to do his number two and play with his number one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> cool. Either anyway, way, just keep the black lights away from your phone. <laughs> yeah, don't blend out your phones. We all know that it's been in the bathroom. I don't ask. So don't. Good. Good thing it's not like it was when we were younger. When you were when you had to go over to a neighbor's. Can I borrow your phone? <laughs> you gotta use your uh, phone when we were kids, and now it's like I don't think I would ever ask to use anybody's phone unless I'm dying or it's an emergency. I'd be like, "Can you call this don't for put me?" A, don't I put don't a tech line under that thing, right? Yeah. So, cool. Anybody else got anything else they want to add to this episode? No, sir. I believe uh, all our hatred has pretty much come out. <laughs> all right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening to this episode and listening to us rant about mobile gaming. We hope to catch you in the next episode. 